This is Lisa Tams, and you're listening to Processing the Process. is episode six of Processing the Process, and the name of this episode is You Live, You Learn, You Grow, a great hallway chat at Chicago Unifieds. That is where I am right now with Tommy. He is on his second day of auditioning. Yesterday, as I was sitting in the hall waiting for him to be finished with one of his dance calls, I started talking to another mom The conversation naturally led to our kids and this process and our thoughts about it and things that have happened along the way. So I asked her if I could record our conversation and explain to her that I was doing this podcast. She was like, yeah, so that's what you'll be listening to. But you'll hear a lot of background noise because we are in the hall and people are coming and going. So I apologize for that. Having conversations like this is still a great comfort to me because it is a unique process. We talk about the challenges of watching our kids go through this process and having to see them accept rejection. We talk about how intimidating this process can be and if it's the right path for our kids. This is a great example of commitment and determination and the hard realities that come with this path. I'm here for the second time with a different child. Gina was here with her daughter last year. You'll hear about the scenario of how that transpired. I was really happy to be able to record this conversation. It's pretty organic. I am pretty transparent, and you'll see that Gina, the mom that I was talking to, is as well, which made for a really authentic, truth-telling conversation. Enjoy listening, and thank you for tuning in. So I am sitting here outside of auditions at Chicago Unifieds. I'm sitting at the Joffrey Ballet, and the hallway is filled with parents, and I just started talking to Gina, (laughs) who's here with her daughter, and we were just talking about um, just what it's like to be a parent with kids who are in the performing arts. So what I started saying that made me think I wanted to get this recorded, just the challenges and the joys of being a parent with a child who is in the performing arts and how it is an emotional journey and the concern that we have for them actually going into the world and doing this. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I think it's such a unique joy to be able to watch them be on stage and perform. True, but it is very challenging to watch them through the process because I've explained to her that there's a lot more rejection than there is acceptance, mm-hmm. and that is definitely a challenge as a parent to watch and to help prop them up and explain that this is something they have to accept as part of the process if this is the path they're going to choose mm-hmm. because it's just unfortunately the reality, right? So, yeah. But there are so many more opportunities, I think, out there for them just with all the new networks and I just think there's a lot of things that this could translate into. Yeah, and it doesn't always have to be 
Broadway. Mm -hmm. There's also the smaller stage. And I think that if you truly have a passion, which is what my daughter has said, if you have a real passion for acting and singing and wanting to be on the stage, your goal can't only be to get to the big stage. Mm -mm. Your goal should be to be happy on any stage. And I also think that this process helps them be better communicators with people of all ages, That's right? Because they're having to sit across tables from people that a lot of kids their age don't have to mm -hmm. communicate with. Mm -mm. So it gives them life skills too, outside of the theater world. So I think that there's a lot of positive skills that come out of years and years of auditioning and performing and unifieds and that go beyond just the performance that mm -hmm. happens on the stage if you get the role or if you get into the school. For sure. A lot of these skills can help them beyond that. Yeah, it can't be just about the bows. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no, definitely not. So my older son, I, I, this intimidated me. This whole thing intimidated me. And I was kind of skeptical about would this be the right path for him? Like, would he be a happy person with a life and a future mm -hmm. in this industry? I think it was through applying and through pre-screens and through unifieds mm -hmm. and going to campuses and doing auditions on campus that gave me like the, the comfort to know that, yeah, He's, he can do this. Mm -hmm. And then with my second son, Tommy, when he was headed in that in this direction, because I really didn't, you know, my older son's name is Frankie, they both kind of locked in their junior year. Even though they had gone to summer programs mm -hmm. for musical theater, it, they still weren't sure that they wanted to pursue this long term. So I had the same sort of affirmation watching Tommy grow as a performer and also just grow emotionally as a person mm -hmm. and feeling like, okay, I think, I think he, can, he can do this. Yeah. This process is extremely intimidating. Mm -hmm. And it is true that when you watch your child sit in these hallways mm -hmm. day after day it definitely helps you feel more confident in mm -hmm. their future it's not to say that they can't get into school go through the process and you don't know what the future really holds but to know that it's really what they want if you didn't know before going through this process will definitely help you see that it, hopefully mm -hmm. that it is the right choice my daughter has wanted that for a very very long time i mean she's known that this is her path for for as long as i can remember mm -hmm. So that I knew, but sometimes when it's time to buckle down and get it all done and be organized and responsible, and it's a lot of components. It's not like applying to normal university like a, any other student. It's five times the, the work, the expense, all of it. And so to when they own that, and they don't always own it perfectly, and mm -hmm. we have to push, and you know there has to be a good reason, right? You know that they're doing it for the right reasons, because mm -hmm. why would they put themselves through that if they didn't really want it? So. There we are. So you said like she knew and you knew from what age that... She started when she was around eight. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say she knew then about college and uh, the application process, but she knew then that she was in love with theater and she 
was on the stage in some small way ever since through whether it was a musical theater center or auditioning, she's always been performing one way or another, or even in middle school or high school. And by the time she got to high school, we all knew that that's where we were headed, right? Mm -hmm. She was gonna be applying to musical theater, PFA programs, that's what she wanted. And then it was fine tuning. So this closer we got, right, it was, I don't want a conservatory. I want more of the college experience, a really good program, a BFA in musical theater. So we're not doing the conservatory route. No. Um, it's not what she wants. She doesn't want to be so hyper-focused like that, be a little more broad. And she wants to be able to have a college experience all at the same time. So we didn't do the conservatory. And sometimes, you know, you're like, you keep hearing, oh, she applied there, or he applied there. Should we have, should we have? And she's like, no, it's not what I want. And that's important. At least she really does know what she wants within what we know, I guess. Right. Did she do summer programs or intensives or master classes or anything like that? So. She t she's been taking vocal lessons since she was basically eight. She's taken some dance lessons off and on for years, but exclusively more for the last two. Master classes only within, like, the center if they offered them. Mm -hmm. She didn't, we didn't go to New York for master classes. We didn't do anything like that. Okay. And summers, she went to sleepaway camp. She wanted to be that kid. She, she went since she was little, and she didn't want to give that up. And we were okay with that. We knew it was her passion, but we wanted her to be really well-rounded. Mm -hmm. So she played field hockey um, and did musical theater and did lots of different kinds of things and didn't just focus on musical theater all the time. Yeah, so it makes sense also that she would be looking at schools yeah. that will continue that. At sleepaway camp, though, she would do... The, the show. shows. <laughs> the show. Yeah. No, they would always have a oh a show show like okay. They always put something on, and she would do that. And most of the time, she was the lead because everybody loved her voice. Because uh -huh. you go to a place like that, there aren't a lot of musical theater kits, so mm -hmm. everybody was always you know, oh my god, I'm, you know, yeah. So she was always finding a way to do it, no matter where she was. But she had a lot of different experiences, and we were we liked that. Yeah. So you don't have to dedicate like your whole existence. I mean, we don't think so. No, I mean. I would have if, that's, if she looked at us and said, no, I want to do this. Mm -hmm. I think she was happy doing all kinds of things, knowing that her focus and her biggest passion was musical theater. But, you know, she was well-rounded. She got lots of different things, and she was okay with that, so we were okay with that. Yeah. And we'll see how it turns out, I guess. Mm -hmm. So did you have help at all with the details of the process? So this year, yeah, we used Mariana Denard. So we used her for musical theater, and we also used a local office that helps with college applications just mm -hmm. to help her write, make sure it's all getting written, because we found that if we tried to do it all, it was going to cause a lot of riff, mm -hmm. and we wanted to avoid that. And so while we were very hands-on, we let somebody else kind of really get Manage deep. that yeah. with her. Mm -hmm. And then with Marianne, it was very helpful, because she helps guide you. And when did you start with her? We actually started late. That was a late decision. We didn't start till September. Well, we didn't start until like October, like just before Moonfights. Mariana? Yeah. Did you go to Moonfights? Yeah. So we didn't go to Moonfights because it really only would have been one school. And oh, we didn't, didn't feel go. like, okay. we just didn't think it was worth it for mm -hmm. us. Because there was only one, I think, on her list that mm -hmm. would have been there. And she wanted to get more dance under her belt before she was seen. Last summer, actually, it's funny because you asked me about her summers. She did do the um, overtures at the Signature Theater in Washington, D.C., which okay. is like a very cool training program that you have to get accepted to and you work with professionals. Um, I think it was like three weeks. She loved it, and it was so helpful. And that's where she met her acting teacher that has been training with her since. He's a Shakespeare 
actor okay. at the Shakespeare Company. And he's wonderful. So he helped her a lot with the acting. And then she stayed with her vocal coach. And then she also joined the conservatory for dance. And so all those things together has been helping her get ready for this, this year. So that's the assistance we've had. How many schools is she going to? 20, 21 or 22. Oh my gosh. And that's not uncommon for a girl. It's not. No. We did this last year. Oh yeah. This is my second time. Okay. It's what Mariana calls a repeat offender. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I know other people. Yeah. Yeah. So um, last year mm -hmm. I did not use somebody like Mariana. Mm -hmm. I did not use anybody to help us with college essays. Mm -hmm. And it went very well for her. Grade-wise, GPA-wise, she doesn't have to worry. This was more of the musical theater side, right? So last year and this year has been called back to all her school. And then last year, she got an offer to one. Mm -hmm. And she got a full ride, full scholarship, mm -hmm. honors college. But it was <laughs> but it was the theater, not musical theater. Okay. And I think she felt like, well, I got to do this, right? I mean, this is what mom yeah. and dad want me to so it was like, that's where she's gone. Mm -hmm. But she didn't want to go there. As the summer progressed and she did overtures, and my husband and I were just watching her come alive. We were like, I think we're making a mistake. Was she actually headed there? Well, she was registered. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. And it was August. And we approached her after she had done this program. And we were like, you know, we're watching you come alive. We're watching you. You're just so happy. And we're just wondering, like, do you think this is enough of a mistake that we just shouldn't do it. We should back out. And I think we knew that. But I think we were hoping she would come to us and tell us mm -hmm, if it was something. Mm -hmm. And she but wasn't. She probably, I mean, that's a really it's hard huge. thing. And when we gave her that out, she took it and she was just so relieved, grateful and appreciative mm -hmm. and happy. And her shoulders were just, it's like lifting a weight. Yeah. She's, she's like, I didn't even think that was an option. Mm. Because how do you, most people would be like, you gave up what? Right. That's not what she wants. She wants to be a musical theater. So here we are. And mm -hmm. this time, my husband and I are like, all right, well, if we're going to do this again, we're not doing we're it another time. It like we're doing it. So let's it. just do it. So mm -hmm. Mariana, and we got them to help us with the essays, mm -hmm. which wasn't the issue because last year, to be honest, she got everything she wanted out of that part. It's whatever happened in the room. So we got her more training. She's not in school, so she's able to give it 100%. And I've noticed a big change in these halls in her confidence in her comfort level. She's yeah. just comfortable. Yeah. And I think that that's probably going to do her well It'll inside translate those doors. in the room. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, it's good for people to know that that's an option too. Mm -hmm. It is. And I know somebody else who went through it a second time. Actually, two people. They're both going to very good schools now. They're both very happy. It's very um, competitive. And I try to tell people that I speak to, I'm like, you yeah, can't go into this so thinking your kids are going to get into college. Yeah, like anybody else. Like, it's 15 or 20 spots, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of kids all wanting those spots mm -hmm. at the best schools. That's why your list needs to be a little bit more diverse. Diverse. Yeah. And last year, we made those, we made all those mistakes. Marianne and Sal was like, what is this? Are you crazy? Mm -hmm. Like, sure, you'd love to go to these schools. So would everybody else. Right. But, like, where's your backup? Right. Like, so she reworked all of that. And last year, we traveled to every campus for our auditions. Mm. And this year, she's like, no. No. And we listened. The and here expense we are. of it is just, it really adds up. And we tell her, listen, we don't believe 
in telling our kids, you can do whatever you want. We believe in telling them you can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. But if we really feel like they don't have that, mm -hmm. whatever, they're not good at something, and yeah. they're like, no, I want to do it, but we know as parents, right. like, eh, then we would tell them for their own good. Right. And so we tell them all the time, it's like, do you think we would put you through this again? Or mm -hmm. us through this again? Mm -hmm. Having the scholarship you had, if we really didn't believe in you. Uh -huh. We really believe in you. Mm -hmm. That's why you can do this. Mm -hmm. This isn't like to pat you on the back and make you feel good. Like, right. nobody no. wants to spend that kind of money and go through this again no. just because we want to pat you on the back. Right. We believe in you. I know you got it. Now go out there and convince them. So here we are. Yeah. Here we I are. bet it's like a totally different person standing in front of them. I wish I could see, but I can tell just from conversation and preparation that it is a different person. Just being with her and her energy mm -hmm. last time versus this time, I'm sure that you know as her mom the difference. Big time. Last year, every time she walked in the room, I was like, please don't be a clown. Because I felt like she was compensating by being too funny. And mm -hmm. like, she wasn't a good dancer. She thought she could compensate by being silly. It was like, and I wasn't even in the room and I could pick up on that. Mm -hmm. like, please don't do that. Because they could translate that into, you're not taking this seriously. So, who knows? I wasn't in the room. Here we are again. And I went into this telling her, listen, nothing. This doesn't mean anything. This mm -hmm. doesn't mean that anything's going to change. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it one more go. Mm -hmm. And then whatever happens, happens. But it's almost like she had a growth year. Big time. She had a lot of growth, a lot of change, a lot of maturity. And just having the perseverance like that, it speaks volumes actually about how committed you are to this and that you can survive and that you can take what this industry has mm -hmm. out there as yeah. she moves forward mm -hmm. so wow well and I think if, if for some reason Tommy's not happy with how this all turns out rather than just going to go I'm thinking either take classes locally or go overseas for the year because the, all those life experiences translate into their art yeah, absolutely. My oldest was a science major. She spent a year abroad before she went to college. Being abroad is, I think, one of, first of all, taking a gap year in general is an amazing idea. Mm -hmm. If you can. Mm -hmm. If what you choose to do allows you to do it, I'm all for it. I think they grow a lot, they mature a lot, they become more responsible. They have to learn how to budget and live and make friends and communicate and work. And, um, and there's a lot of great reasons why you should do that. I think it's a great idea. Well, and even just the normal, normal quote unquote college applicants delaying a year like that when they go, they're gonna take advantage of it. Kind of got the other things out of their offer. system. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than going and just diving into the party scene, and college is gonna have so much more value. Well, because they're all eager. To get, to get into the fun element of uh -huh. college, yeah. which is normal, mm -hmm. but when you have an abroad or a year off and you're in a program somewhere, mm -hmm. I feel like you get a lot of that out of your system. Mm -hmm. Do they still party and have fun? Yeah, yes. Absolutely. But it's definitely, I feel like, more contained and controlled mm -hmm. and not as 
crazy, I'm out of here. You see her at home now doing all these things and because she's home and everybody's in college, she doesn't have a huge social circle. Mm -hmm. And so I still worry a little bit about that <laughs> because she hasn't really gotten that out of her system. Mm -hmm. There hasn't been a lot of opportunity for her to get it out of her system. But given the schedule at these schools, I don't know how much time she's going to have to do that. She and if won't. she does, she'll be doing it with them when they have time as well, I guess. Right. That's the beauty of this, is that they are busy. And they they're are so disciplined. Busy. They're so disciplined. They have to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there isn't a lot of time for that. But they make time. I mean, they take yeah. advantage of the time that they do have. I can tell you that from just mm -hmm. seeing As Frenchie. they should, yeah. Yeah. But they don't have... A highly social as movies portray college. It's not like that. But you're with so many people who are doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So there isn't that I'm missing out Tomo. kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. feeling. Because you're all together. Yeah. You all got to go work together. You all got to put in your time at the, at, in the show. And yeah. Whatever time you have off, they have off too, and you make the best of it. Mm -hmm. That's, that is the, the upside. Yeah. It is when you go to college, it's like a built in community network. Yeah as opposed to going in and not knowing anyone and waiting for that to form. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is like, like It's here like a we little are. cohort. Yeah, mm -hmm. I remember that feeling. Like you walk on, you don't know anybody, you mm -hmm. gotta make all your friends, start from scratch, and I mean, it works out, but it's hard. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I just, you know, having been through this before, just knowing how I felt not knowing, I was in a position to pay it forward. I just, there, is like a whole kind of strain in this subculture of a very competitive kind of holding close to you not sharing this like your yes. that I I want to change well just go against they're not competing against other people I mean they are and they, and they aren't me telling you everything that we did to Oh, for I them the to be way. like their best person when they got in the room isn't going to lessen mm -hmm. the opportunity that my child has. So Right. Oh, I agree with you 100%. That's a huge issue in our area. And mm -hmm. We hate it. I just wish it we didn't always feel like everything was so competitive. And people who don't want to share or don't say a word to you about anything or don't even tell their, their, their teachers anything. It's just not a good feeling because it would feel so much better if we could have, we could be supportive of one another. Being that she went to a musical theater center, you've been around all of these people with kids who are applying to college, a musical theater in our area. There's only a couple, there is no education. There's, there's just nothing available. The school doesn't know. We did do a coach this time just to make it easier on us. We really didn't take advantage of everything that she had to offer by any means. It was more like That's just funny, I feel that way too. To get to Moonified and monologue material. Mm-hmm. Really? That's well, what it kind of came down and to. And honestly, the access to those lists and things mm -hmm. are pretty big. Yeah. Um, and the way she divvies up the universities and the mm -hmm. colleges for you and really helps you... It's the support, right? Yeah. That you don't otherwise feel like you have. Right. Especially if you live in a community where people don't really want to share. And all these things. And, you know, it affects you. But you learn. You live and you learn and you grow. Because 
You don't know. Right. But it is important to trust and open up and make friends and mm-hmm. have a support system. Yeah. Somebody to lean on, somebody could call, yeah. somebody to share with. And yes, you're right, technically they're competition, but they're going to do it anyway, so you might as well support one another. Because at the end of the day, when you walk in the room, it's what you can do. It's not what I told you that's mm-hmm. going to get you. It's more what you can do when you're in there. Right. So if you earned it, you earned it. Right. And if I earned it, I earned it. And let's just be happy. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you for chatting. You're welcome. And thank I you. wish you guys the best. Thank and you. Thanks so thank much. Thank you.